welcome to Take Card Pod. I'm Jenna. And I'm Danica. And I don't normally like to start off the show on a serious note, but I learned something about Jenna today that I truly believe must be addressed. Um, As your mother, (laughs) I just really feel like we need to limit your screen time uh, because it's not healthy for your developing brain (laughs) during the pandemic. So... Okay, Jenna and I have been doing this podcast together for since 2018. Which is crazy. So, I'm sorry. Crazy. What? No. No. You have you have been a one-seventh of my year <laughs> for two years, and that's insane to me. Blessed. I love yeah. it. Um, and you're in my wedding party. Congratulations. Hey. Um, nothing's happened. This is only pressure to Andrew, and I said it because I'm toxic. Okay. Claire. Uh, so, what a Claire move. <laughs> I know. So... So clarable of me. Um, so Jenna, for the first time, la- see Jenna kind of gave me a little proposal last night. Yeah, uh, Jenna came in and was like, "I think you've earned the password to the Instagram." <laughs> she says it like I was like holding it over her head for the last two years, but like I only held it over her head for like part of that time. Um- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somehow, somehow, even though I have been drinking nonstop for, I don't even know, two, two literally two years, yeah. she just, she's discovered that I'm responsible enough to have access to the Instagram account, which I immediately proved that I was not responsible enough for the Instagram account. I was like, here, I have something horrible to say. Is that okay? And I'm like, well, as long as you put some captions on it, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, spew your toxic opinions. Um, which, by the way, we have decided, actually... I think we should vote. It either uh, Republican um, bachelor fans are called MAGA Ans or they're called Magasins. <gasps> so I mean, like, really, I mean, it could like the two genders are MAGA Ann and MAGA Son. So <laughs> we we could do that. Yeah, we'll um, we'll do a poll on the Instagram um, tomorrow, and you guys can let us know what you think. So. The, the interesting part of this conversation, we take so long to get to the interesting part, is that um, I, so I signed into the Instagram last night, I posted one thing, and then it was just like, my phone blew the fuck up. It had nothing to do with me. Um, I feel slept on, honestly. Y'all are fucking rude. But... I feel like it's literally like a dark shame of mine that's being brought to light right now. Literally, this is an intervention. My phone, I have like I have notifications on for my Instagram because I'm a normal person that uses Instagram for 18 minutes a day, <laughs> maximum. Uh, I got notifications from 10 p.m. up until like six o'clock today, constantly. Like I, I work from home. I don't use my phone a whole lot. And so usually when I go to bed, I'll, like, charge my phone. My phone is usually only at, like, 60% or something when I go to bed. My phone, I kid you not, by 6 o'clock today was at 25. (laughs) And it was just from notifications from Jenna fucking talking to y'all. Every single one of you needs help, but especially Jenna. So I texted Jenna today and I was like, listen, I need you to show me, like, your Instagram activity bar. So Jenna sends me a text. Here, let me draw my phone. Jenna sends me a text that's like, for, she says, 
this isn't that bad, right? And it's a, a bar graph of how much time she spends on Instagram a day. And I kid you not, her daily average is four hours and 33 minutes a day. And I started screaming. I, I honestly thought that wasn't bad. I was actually like, wow, that's good, right? I thought that was going to be like six or something. Jenna, <laughs> listen, four hours and 33 minutes a day is over one full day of Instagram a week. <laughs> You spend 52 days a year on Instagram. <laughs> you psycho. Like, you are crazy. <laughs> so, like... I was like, it's not that Jenna bad, is- right? And then Danica's like, um, let me show you. <laughs> I So I said, Jenna, mine. I'm like, mine's like 18 minutes a day. I, so mine says that I spend an hour and 26 minutes on it a day. But it was because on Friday and Saturday we did a live that was an hour and a half long. It was, like, multiple hours long, and then I watched it the next day with my boyfriend, and then everything else is, like, 18 minutes or something. Jenna. I I have... My only defense is that I have to keep the Instagram, like, I gotta talk to these people. Danica is, like, she's, like, you talk to, like, a lot of people on, the, on this account. And I was, like, yeah, if I wake up and there's, like, less than 20 DMs in the morning. You've done something I've wrong. I've done something wrong. I'll, I honestly feel bad about myself. I'll be, like, oh, what did I, did I not make a crazy enough story at, like, 1030 at night last night to necessitate 20 people to message me? Um, so that's my life. That's day card pod in a fucking nutshell. <laughs> we all have our place in the pod. Mine is notes for the actual podcast, and Jenna's is manic energy. <laughs> just, just absorbing everything. And, like, thank you for doing it so I don't have to, because truly I was like, I think I'm gonna log out. Yeah, I and I couldn't, I didn't even make it a day, I don't think. <laughs> Is it was never that I didn't think you were responsible enough. It was just that I didn't think you were ready for not like ready because you're not mature enough, but like ready for. <laughs> no, I feel like I'm 23 years old and hot and just signed up for Bachelor Nation. I'm not ready for marriage. <laughs> I am not ready for this this fandom. But think of think this of- is all to say. Yeah, thank you to our friends and followers. Like, I talk to some of y'all, and it's very healthy for me, and Jenna needs this energy. Um, so thank you for fueling her social media addiction. It may be curbing other addictions. So <laughs> maybe if I were more active on Instagram, I would be drinking less. You know, it's true. I don't, I don't drink as much as I was before the pandemic, because I've just been so, like, so focused on the gram. And, like, think of, think of today... There was two Instagram stories I didn't publish because I was like, this is not, I, I had, I had restraint. And so like, y'all don't two. even, re- y'all don't even realize that, like the restraint I put on myself sometimes. <laughs> Jenna, you post 180 times a day. Every time I wake up, it's like, um, it, it, there's so many fucking dashes on there. Like I can't even see the screen. <laughs> We're, we will talk more about this in our couples therapy session. I just like I just had to share. Yeah, it was a honestly a wholesome and cute experience. You put so much energy into this podcast. 
Thank you. I have one day, two days a week that I um, contribute anything to it. And I'm like, I'm exhausted. Can we cancel? <laughs> but here's the thing. It gives me such life. Like, y'all, I mean, we have regulars. Like, I wake up in the morning and if I don't get a message from Artie, I'm like, ah, what? Ah, I want to hear what they have to say. Like, there's just like, it's such a great community. Y'all are the best. We've been just getting so much like love and support and people wanting to make sure we're doing okay with like the fall of democracy and I just I don't know it really like I feel like when I started this account almost like three years ago like I just didn't I just didn't think this is what it'd be what it'd be what it, what it is and I don't know oh god I'm gonna start crying like Claire but no never but it is toxic and it my um other friends are concerned about me anyway speaking of other toxic things <laughs> that happen in bachelor nation <laughs> yeah introduce this to me because so, oh my god so this, this is a day ruiner for me so this is an example of something i didn't post on the instagram so the first story of the morning if you were a good fan of Descartes pod you were like okay let's see what this bitches have to say today um, as you saw an Instagram story that I shared the news that Coach Crystal, as in Crystal Glitter, I don't know what her fucking last name is. Anyway, she from Ari season is pregnant with her new boyfriend of like eh, maybe two months. Um, and he looks like he's 18, so I'm not sure what's going on. But mm-hmm. um, one of my followers, our followers messaged us and was like, hey, did you notice a discrepancy between the pregnancy test she showed in her Instagram story and the pregnancy test she showed in her YouTube video. And in fact, there is a discrepancy. And I processed that for about a half hour and almost posted it. But then I stopped myself because I was like, I'm going to have myself um, (laughs) like somewhere for really unhealthy boundaries. Um, Yeah. Anyway, DM me if you want to talk about what color crystal's pregnancy test was <sighs> don't 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 do that you guys <laughs> we don't need to talk about that <laughs> i'm not a therapist but today i'm just like yeah let's talk about that yeah because you wanted to talk about this because basically I, I texted danica right away i was like guess what crystal's pregnant and then danica kind of you know she went into a oh, spiral and then i had my my therapy session for the day. So I have, I mean, they are a couple that I was just like, when they were on Paradise, I was fine with them being together because I cared so much more about so many other people Mm -hmm. where I was like, don't put them in contention Mm -hmm. with anybody else. Like they seem perfectly content being muscles together. Like do, they can do whatever they want to do. I'm not bothered. Their relationship seems weird, or has seemed weird forever. They did the whole move in with my two dogs who are my sons thing, which is just like gross Beverly Hills behavior. It reminded me of Lisa Vanderpump. (laughs) I was super not into it, but, you know, they can do them and they weren't bothering me. Then they did the, what was it, conscious unseparating Which is just, like, woo-woo goop, like, we're getting a divorce, but we don't want anyone to be mad at us thing. Um, And then they got actually divorced. Um, I feel like they were separated for a really long time, though. And she probably started dating this person within that amount of time. So, like, it's probably just the kind of thing where she felt the optics were right for her to announce Mm -hmm. dating this person 
And then she happened to get pregnant shortly after the announcement. That's fine. Yeah. She's allowed to live her life. She's allowed to make oh, yeah. any kind of decisions that yeah, she wants Yeah, this discussion to. is not about Crystal. <laughs> this is not about Crystal. So th- there are, there's a lot going on here. So Jenna tags me in this thing and I'm like, oh shit, Chris meltdown. <laughs> like it's incoming. I can't wait. Like three, two, one blast off to toxicity. Because he, like, when she announced that she was dating somebody else, he deleted his whole fucking Instagram. <laughs> like, dude was pissed off. He has big, like, I hope she sees this energy. He, want, he like, has, like, this revenge, like, I'm gonna get, like, revenge pussy because I've been, she started dating someone first. First of all, this is never how it happens. It's always the dude dating mm-hmm. somebody else first. Mm-hmm. Always, always, always. So, like, good riddance. Feminism wins again. Someone's happy before you. Whatever. Get away muscles. But... So here here are here are my thoughts. I tried to organize them in a way that's very succinct so no one misinterprets what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say. Crystal is pregnant, not the problem. Chris is upset, not the problem. Chris makes a reaction video, the problem. <laughs> Chris states that he has anxiety and depression. Diagnosis, symptoms, not the problem. So Chris believes that it's therapeutic to express your pain and holding in feelings is not healthy. That's true. Maybe don't put it online in front of everyone with I hope she sees this energy. Don't yuck other people's yum. Oh my god. So, like, literally, he he's making this video. He is wearing the... Worst shirt I've ever seen in Bachelor Nation, and I saw Jordan in the vest. <laughs> like it, it, it's basically like vest, but just cut off shirt, and he didn't even cut it off right. Like grow up, it was it, it was jagged. Yeah, and like too thick. Was, it was like was, the full. He, like he didn't cut he was, it at all from his like neck. It just cut off the no. sleeves, and it was like jagged. I like almost didn't hear what he was saying because I was just like, I can, I want to make it better for him. Can I cut this shirt for this man? Can I at least make you look okay when you're this angry? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is wrong with and you? And my favorite part was this weird plant that was, like, in more more focus of, like, him. He had this plant right next to him. And, like, the plant's just, like, blowing in the soft air conditioning of his, like, fucking Florida house. And I'm like, what is going on right now? Yeah, the, the optics of this are just insane because it's, like, the tank top, the fist, the punch, the muscles. Like, the fact that he, like, he set up this lighting in this specific way. Like, this man, like, heard some news he didn't want to hear, set himself up in front of, like, a visually pleasing space and was like, look, man. Just, like, slapping himself over and over again. Just, like, it's toxic to hold my feelings in. (laughs) Shut up, bitch. Shut up. You need to be quiet more often. So, my true theory is... Okay, wait, first of all, he, so he's, like, this literally feels like a death. I'm, like, first of all, no. Uh, This is a baby that people are excited to have. Um, Like, what are you even talking about? This is, like, so, can you imagine being the baby? I mean, I don't want to for a lot of reasons, but. But just, like, in 20 years, this person is going to know that a a man had a full-on meltdown because of your existence in the womb. Honestly, what I would give to be that baby. I was, I didn't die soon enough to be reborn as this baby. Um, But anyway, it's just, like, red flag central. Like, go seek help. 
And this is what my thought is. Like, there, we have all heard in the podcast circles the BetterHelp ads going around. I feel like he went to one therapy session and was like, he learned one thing. And it was, it's toxic to keep your feelings to yourself. And that's all he learned. And he listened to nothing else. (laughs) So he was just like, instead of being like toxic, like we all are with our friends, where it's just like, you can just call her a bitch and that you hope she's unhappy forever and move on. Like, that's what I would do. Yeah, I've done it. Like, but instead you were like, mm, I want to make a couple who is very happy and, like, super miserable right now. Like, he did not have to announce that at all. Nobody, like, literally, like, I know Bachelor Nation is really annoying. He probably got, like, super overwhelmed with, like, how he was feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, the the asks that people were, like, saying to him, mm-hmm. like, he's probably getting roasted. Yeah. But this isn't helping. No. It's not helping literally anybody. Mm-hmm. It, and it's, it's just, it's such a red flag. And it's really frustrating that people are going to be like, oh, poor Chris. Like, we would have thought that anyway. Like, I'm sure this is really difficult for him. But the fact that he used this as, like, a... Oh, like, someone's going to feel bad for me and I'm probably going to get laid out of this situation is really annoying. And that's what I told you earlier. I was like, the sad part is that he is probably going to get laid from this. It's going to be toxic women because, like, oh, just because he didn't punch the wall next to my head, that's okay. So I'm going to go ahead and, (laughs) like... Like, it was scary behavior. I'm, like, I'm not trying to, like, be weird about it or anything, but he has that, like, energy that's just like, oh, well, like... Why are you mad? I was just, like, I was communicating. I was telling the truth. And I'm just like, okay, time and place. Yeah. And, like, community. This isn't it. Yeah, it's not it. <laughs> this isn't it, Chief. Um, Oof. Oof. I mean, I don't uh, really... So, oh, yeah, sorry. Are, are you... Did you roast Chris? <laughs> um, It doesn't feel like enough, but I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> um, I will say his, his bangs are looking good. That's all I have to say. They were in check. Oh. I was something else I looked really closely at. I was like, ooh, ooh. need to check that. He probably that. got them cut right before his toxic video. Yes. I just, here's a reminder that all men in Bachelor Nation are toxic. Like, Derek Peth mm-hmm. got engaged this weekend, and I had the unfortunate duty of reminding people that he's kind of not the greatest guy. He's not, like, a monster, and I'm not saying he should be canceled, but, like, he has also a long sorted. He has a past. Yeah, he has a past. He has a history of being not necessarily the greatest and a little toxic, and, um, yeah, and it's fine. Ultimately, whatever. He's literally not the worst man that's in Bachelor Nation by a long fucking shit. So I'm not out here to, like, fucking drag the man. But it's just, I mean, it's a great, great reminder to not, you know, stand culture. You know, I learned the hard lesson this week earlier when I decided our account was not going to be woke anymore. And I wanted to make it a Hannah Ann stan account. And I learned the hard lesson to, yeah. to stan is not to stand by your morals. No, I'll just I'll just say that I'm now understanding why you gave me the password to the Instagram because I woke up that morning and I thought you were serious and I was like, Jenna, we need to talk about what we post online. And then you gave me the Instagram password and I quickly became the villain. <laughs> and that's how the Bachelor Nation works. Ooh. Okay, yeah, we gotta move oh, on yeah. from this bitch because I'm tired of talking about it. Okay, him. great. Well, let's talk okay, about some other bitches. You? Oh wait, go ahead. I want to tell my bad joke. Yes. Are you yes, ready? I'm so ready? Are you ready, Bachelor Nation? Ready. Oh, I can't get... I'm so ready to get roasted. Out with the old noun. Claire. In with the tape. 
We got rid of the fucking old. Um, so we had two huge regime changes this week in America. Uh, we got rid of Claire. And we got rid of Donald Trump. We think. I don't know. He's probably trying to. Isn't he trying to start a coup or something? I don't know what he's doing. He's a stupid bitch. I'm sick of him. I'm sick of talking about him. So we're gonna move on to Claire, who I'm also sick of talking about. Um. So Tasha comes in. Yes. Um, meets the guys for the first time. She looks fucking stunning. Um, mm. they all looked just like so visibly dejected before, and then they they were just like, "Oh my god, a hot girl!" Like all my feelings. Who cares? This is a visual representation of what being on Tinder was like before. Um, and quite frankly, it's upsetting. <laughs> that yeah, that hit me pretty hard right there. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Do we? Do you need to take a break? I need to go scream for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like they're enamored by her, and how can you not be? She's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. She's like so charming, so relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing that I have to say: none of the men are wearing socks. I don't know why this trend has happened. It's almost worse than, like, men wearing, you know, like, white socks with black pants or, like, athletic socks with black... It's just... It, it's 200 degrees in California, and I know that it smells like ass in this outdoor area because none of you are fucking wearing socks. Grow up. Get some no seam socks. I know they're gay. Go. Go. Get different socks. Oh my God. It, the, like... It, it, it's disgusting. So she comes in and she reassures the guys she's been in their position before. Um, she's recognizes they've been put through the ringer already. And she's like, I just like, I want you guys to like, give me a chance. I'm ready to find love. I'm open. They seem super relieved. Um, it's cute. It's cute. I mean, I'm loving it. It's a genuine interaction. Yeah, the whole, I was like, kind of, we were kind of quiet this episode just watching it because I was like, oh, this is like, is this happening? Yeah. <laughs> it's really happening. Yeah. Yeah, and I I think too, like, I don't know, I just had a totally different vibe. Mm-hmm. And I, we were talking about last night, like, you know, Claire got the edit that she got, but also, like, Claire does have a certain energy that, Tasha does not have. No. And I, I feel like, not that I don't think that Claire deserved the opportunity that she got, but, like, if I were a producer, I would have picked Tasha from the get-go, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I'm I'm curious as to, like, why all that happened. And, again, curious about the timing. Because, mm. mm. yeah, race had nothing to do with it, but you didn't seem to care about charisma either, so whatever. <laughs> Uh, whatever. I'm never gonna be able to prove my point. <laughs> These stupid bitches in production are just lying all the time. Anyway, she goes through with a bunch of like individual like interactions. Ivan snags her first. He's really excited about her, and he's so cute, uh-huh. so genuine. Like I like I literally was like I was reading some of the recaps while I was like watching it um, at work today and i was like ivan who and it's just because like we didn't Mm -mm, see anything mm -mm, from him mm -mm. and and that's the thing is like i'm still learning all these guys names like i feel like i'm a little bit like michael scott where he's just like uh you like 
fat head or whatever. Like, I'm still, like, I can only recognize the guys by, like, a, their most significant body part. <laughs> <laughs> Which will come into play later. Oh my god, I can't wait. Um, I will die. Yeah, no, it's great. And we can't, like, ugh, yeah, I don't, I, I only recognize the names because I do so much tagging and, like, sleuthing, yeah, but... I know why you know that. <laughs> I saw a glimpse into your life today, and I don't want it for myself. So for now, <laughs> Ivan, I I will I will announce him as Ivan because <laughs> that's who he is. I know him. Now. Um. So Riley and Jordan go after, and like one recap that I read today, um, said they really managed to front load the black guys tonight, huh? And I was thinking to myself, like, yeah, they better front load, like, the hot black guys because the busted ass white guys that are left in this episode, like, are you kidding me? Does she really want to talk to Ed and Beardcomb first? Are you fucking joking my ass? I only remember Ed's name because Ed is a perfect name for him. He is, like, dark-haired Johnny Bravo. He's stupid as fuck. <laughs> And his name should be Ed. Are you kidding? I just, like, I'm so worried that it's short for Edward, who, like, obviously I have a Twilight fanatic. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, concerned for that. But anyway. Yeah, plug your other pod. Oh, my God. Plug your other pod. It's called Midnight Sunburn. And listen to it. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, like, they just left this girl with just some, honestly, like, busted guys. So... Um, then Jordan comes in, and I've been calling Jordan Arthur because, to me, he looks a little bit like John Legend dressed as Arthur. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and Jordan gives her this compliment. It's, like, the first thing he's ever said in the whole season. He's just like, you got some big-ass eyes. (laughs) And we were all just, like... We knew it was a compliment. We were just, like, looking at each other like, Sir, I'm so sad that the first time you've managed to open your mouth, it was this. And I I was also just, like, feeling, like, really defensive of her because she looked, a, like, a little bit confused by his comment. And I was like, that's, like, audacious of you because look at your big ass forehead. <laughs> oh, my God. I wrote a joke here, but it doesn't matter. What's more important is our joke last night was that if they had babies together, they're... His forehead, the baby's forehead would be huge, and her eyes would be huge, and then the baby wouldn't be able to wear hats. So, oh my god! Actually, there is a perfect Instagram filter for this. Do you know? Oh yeah, the princess button. That's what you did last night. I thought you were doing it because of Tasha. No, it's it's not that one. I I will send it to you though, and we will post it on our Instagram story after the episode airs because it is perfect Mm -hmm. for what their babies would look like. (laughs) Um. So. This is one thing I am curious to see, because um, Jenna posted an article mm-hmm. about um, something happened next about Beardcomb, <laughs> because Beardcomb is, like, just coming out, instead of, like, carrying a Confederate flag like he might normally be doing, he's just waving a giant red flag. <laughs> um, just, like, everything's been so fucking hard for me for two weeks. I feel like I went through the ringer. Um, it's going to take a little bit for me to open up, so please be patient with me. 
Um, first of all, there's no time. Claire wasted two weeks of time. And you're not worth it. So I, I don't know what kind of complex you have. And, like, here's the um, thing. Like, a real-ass fucking doctor, Dr. Logan Lefkoff, made an actual article that talked specifically about Blake and how toxic his behavior was on last week's episode with the Alzheimer's book. And I just, like screamed for 20 minutes when I read it because I was like I've never felt more validated in my life that a doctor was like yeah this man is trash and I was like we've been new we've been new mm-hmm. yeah um I think we're gonna try to find that and if we can figure out how to do it we're gonna link it mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. our podcast notes but like also I'm not gonna be as smooth about it we got shouted out by chatty broads for being correct <laughs> about him yes. so I think everyone should listen to everything we have to say all the time. I say so much problematic shit, but I'm always right. Yeah, basically. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, like, even just, like, his comments that he made this week, like, it's one thing to, like, confess, like, I had feelings for Claire, and I feel kind of like I've been through, like, an emotional process, but, like, I'm excited to get to know you. Like, why not say something like that? Like, why are you just, like, demanding, like, patience from... You know, like, you're competing for a job. Why are you demanding, like, pa- yeah. patience from the employer? Yeah. Like, it's it's a little weird. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And it's something I'm worried about this entire fucking second half of the season. A couple things I'm worried about. Um, all these men, like, projecting their, their needs and wants and sadness onto this beautiful black woman who, I mean, mm-hmm. this is, like, the thing. Black women take on everything in this country. And it's, you know... It's just like, oh, it's hard for me to watch. And this man's like basically asking her to do all this emotional labor when she doesn't know him and she won't know him because he's just, I mean, no, it's just not going to happen. And also like if the man can't go through two weeks of like what is definitely, I'm not even arguing that this isn't a difficult process, but if he can't get through two weeks of a bad time without being like, hey, I met you for the first time. Can you be patient with me? That's First of all, rude. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a white woman. I'm, oh, I feel like I'm entitled to so many things. But, like, even I wouldn't do that. No, Yuck, no. Disgusting. Yes, yeah, no, thank you. Oh, anyway. Oof. We must. Also, continuing with the bad men that Tasha's left with. <laughs> Ugly Billy Eichner is still so upset about Claire. <laughs> he has so many feelings. Um, but then he, he's like debating back and forth over and over about whether he's going to stay or go. And then he sees Tasha and he's like, oh, there's a hot one. So I'm going to stay for a while. Stupid ass. <sighs> with him. Um, so he talks to Tasha and he's like, I'm still here for the right reasons. TM, 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 TM. Like, ugh. I had a bad feeling about him. Yeah, we did. Um, we fucking did. <laughs> Oh, then we get, we get Tiny Head. Tiny Head. Tiny Head's my boy. Um, I'm gonna share too much about my personal life and hope that nobody listens to this podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, I used to sleep with a guy that looked just like Tiny Head and he was hot and attentive and Mm. Mm. he was a nice guy. Okay. I think, I think the vibe is still there. (laughs) Tiny Head Brendan. He actually has a personality. <laughs> he's wearing turtlenecks and he's still attractive. Who the fuck would have thought? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Um, 
It makes me horny, to be honest. Um, and then he's interrupted by Chris Harrison, which is hilarious because Chris Harrison wants to fuck Tasha so bad. I'm convinced. The vibe between Chris Harrison and Tasha is so different than the vibe <sighs> between Chris Harrison and Claire. And to some extent, I get it because my vibe would probably be the same. Yeah. But also, yeah. I feel like Claire was just never given a chance. Mm. Well, I mean, Chris does have a history of actually having sex with some of the women yeah. from the franchise. And that so, was going to be one of my questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, when we were doing the AMA, I was like, I wonder how many people Chris has had sex with on that were like contestants. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I don't actually want to know that. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone knows the exact number, but we know he's definitely tried. Like, he's try- he tried to hook up with Ashley Spivey. He hooked up with this other one from a couple times ago. It's widely reported that he had sex with Andy uh, Dorfman. Dorfman? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, rumors or whatever, but it's like, yeah. Um, and I think, like, him being in, in quarantine and Claire being who she is, and then Katasha walks in, he's just like, ah. Hmm. <laughs> You're like, it I, makes me so uncomfortable. I don't think I've ever hated this man more in my life. And if you listen to early seasons of Date Carpod, I used to stand him like the rest of Bachelor Nation. Sure, right. I mean, because I didn't know any better and my dad is dead. Okay, give me a break. Yeah, give- he's like pro- the problematic dad that neither one of us has. Yes. Yes. And so, like, sorry if I once kind of looked up to the man who would treat me poorly like my father. Who is dead. (laughs) Anyway, he's trash. We're going to hang up the call now, and we're going to call better... Does anybody have a discount code? Chris? Anybody? Um, So, after Ugly Billy Eichner goes up there, Brendan goes, Chris steals her away. Um, Oh, my God. And then we get four new guys, which you and I had a discussion about this last night, and... I think I converted you to my team. Mm-hmm. What was your original thought I about new guys coming in? Oh, yes. I was mad about it because I was like, we don't have time. We don't have time. Frankly, we just don't have the time. I'm sorry. And it's week five. <laughs> it's five. I, don't, I can't handle this anymore. Tasha can't handle this. Like, just let her have less men so she doesn't have to send them any home and she can just get to know them more. And I was very mm-hmm. mad. And then Danica had the very good idea. I was like, do you see Ed? (laughs) Do you see Beardcomb? Taysha doesn't deserve this. Like, if she's going to cut dudes tonight, she can cut out, like, any of it. Mm -hmm. But, like, on a serious note, though, like, these men were picked for Claire. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that they at least sometimes try to, like, ascertain what these women are looking for Mm -hmm. and, like, try to find guys that you know, meet those requirements. Right. And they add guys in who are, um, Kenny, (laughs) to add drama. And who are just stupid and never shut up and have tattoos like that and show their dick everywhere. (laughs) Like, they they add people like that. But Taysha is just, like, meeting all of these people who were not chosen for Mm -hmm. her. So I thought it was, like, a good opportunity for them to just bring in some, like, People that she could potentially, like, have a chance with. Mm -hmm. And then just, like, there's, like, when you first meet, like, I don't know, there were maybe, like, 15 guys left at that point or something. 16, yeah. Probably less. 
there's gonna be like four people that you're just like I don't vibe with this person like I don't know maybe Arthur head yeah who's just like you have big ass like I I would be like okay you can you could probably go tonight no like, and it's true and she in fact likes two of the four new mins mm-hmm. so like right away like case in point yeah I was like okay yeah no that's a good point and I thought about more today like clearly she deserved a limo entrance like moment she did she deserved it. Yeah. I mean, she deserves so much more. But let's at the bare minimum give her one limo and, mm-hmm. you know, some men coming out of it. One limo with 50% mediocres and 50% people she's into, just like everybody else gets. Um. So, like, all... <laughs> so we get um, Spencer, Montel, um, Peter... I thought we were done with Peters, but um, nobody listens to what we fucking say, apparently. And Noah with the bad mustache. Um, All of the men are just immediately pissed off. And this is one of those things where I think about, like, um, white men who think that they're oppressed by an uncomfortable situation. (laughs) And this is kind of what happened, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're just like, we worked hard to be here. No, you didn't. You are at a resort hotel and you are not working. You've just been sitting there doing nothing. You haven't worked for anything. No, truly. Truly, the entitlement is wild. Even like, um, I feel like even Brendan, Tiny Head, was like, I've been waiting to talk to her for so long and this guy just swoops in. And like, I was just like, no. And but he, I think he even said, like, I. I feel like I'm entitled to this or whatever. And I was like, no one's entitled to fucking anything, dude. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, he, Brendan says this after Spencer, like, hops in and just, like, immediately Mm -hmm. steals her away. Spencer is, like, the hot, he looks like a Grey's Anatomy, like, intern. He's, like, he's so fucking hot, but he also has, like, the greasiest hair I've ever seen. Like, it's, like, Jason Tardick. Becca season Becca season level <laughs> shit um, where I'm just like it's fine like someone's gonna help you after the season is over and you're gonna be a really supportive house husband just like Jason and I love that for yeah, you I love it but yeah like Brendan gets really Brendan's already had time with her first of mm-hmm. all and he's just saying it's honestly bullshit he's literally been in the house three minutes and he has the nerve to cut in front of the guys that have been waiting patiently I am pissed and I'm just like Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. You've been waiting patiently for how long? One hour? Yeah. One on. hour? Yeah. The, the, and, like... Yeah, the level of blue balls on these men are just... Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's because they, they, they're sharing rooms. They can't jerk off. <laughs> they gotta get mad at four other guys <laughs> that are more handsome and stronger than they are. <laughs> um, so after this, we see her interact with a few more people... Honorable mention to Zach's stupid-ass fucking shoes, who I can't get out of my head. I had nightmares about it last night. Um, Those are five minutes of my life I'll never get back, and I literally am dreaming about it. So, like, just, like, having night terrors that you can't escape from, it's uh, it sucks. sucks. What's worse than the shoes is that he has no bones in his face. None. Uh, and she seems to be really into the fact that there are no bones in his face. Like, what a weird fetish. Stop. No, Mm-mm. they throw uh, they throw a quarter in the fountain. She's really into it. They they say that they'll share their secrets together. I hope her secret is leave me alone. 
I don't like him for some. I don't know what it is just yet, but well, I I don't I don't trust people with hollow cheekbones. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you're projecting. Sounds statement. like you're projecting, yeah. but it's fine. Yeah. Nine one one therapist. <laughs> Okay, we have to. We have to keep going. We have to move on to. We have to keep going. So Claire and Dale. No, there's a first impression. Oh right, yes, I forgot. Yes, first impression rose goes to Spencer, Spencer. hot doctor, Mm -hmm. who's not actually a doctor. I just he's he's just Grey's Anatomy. He's the good doctor. He's Grey's Anatomy. He's everything ABC is. Um, and everyone's big, big angry. Yeah. And then Tasha, you know, goes along with what Claire has done the whole season. Is like, I'm not going to have a rose ceremony, and I don't want to talk to anybody anymore. So, <laughs> unfortunately, we have to see all of the ugly whites for another week. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. So sad. Tragic. Now we can move on. Mm. Claire and Dale, I mean, I think that we can't get too much into it. We've already talked so much about her and him. <sighs> the one thing, I, I, I guess, that I wanted to talk about, I mean, we're, we all wish them the best. Mm-hmm. I guess I... I for me, I guess I'm more just bored, and like I don't, I don't really care. I don't care if they talk before. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they have like a connection or whatever. Um, like I, I do the same thing. Like um, I like there have been so many times where I'm like, okay, first of all, the bar is on the ground, and I know I know that I do this. Where I'm just like, oh my god, a guy texted me back three times this week. Like we're getting married, and then my friends are like, oh my god, that's so fucking amazing. Like chase your dream girl and like everyone is just like snapping there's like a a gay crowd like throwing a parade for me for like a guy texting me back and like communicating for once like i get it like claire also like you're fucking almost 40 like i get it i get it just pick your man and move on because and it's also true that like most of the bachelorettes pick their guy night one and they know and they just go with the process she didn't do that that's totally fine. Colton didn't do it either. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't... You know, like, they they chose their people and they broke the rules. Whatever. I don't care that she did that. Um, And it's also, like, bizarre that Chris Harrison is like, oh, it's so fucking weird that you chose a person after two weeks. And I'm like, you guys do it in BIP in four weeks. That's, like, twice the amount of time. And they're all, like, fucking each other anyway. It's not that weird. Your whole nation is toxic. <laughs> It's all bullshit. Yeah. I love it. I love this show. Um, yeah, it's the bit reference for me because, like, that's just, like, literally, they, they do it in four weeks and they are also dating other people at the same time. Like, how how does that make it any, like, more righteous, you know? I can't with you guys. It's No, no, no. No. Mm-mm. So, basically, the only thing I really wanted to, like, mm-hmm. discuss with you yeah. is... Uh... Claire talks about how no man has ever shown up for her and like the I guess the thing that I want to talk about that like relates to like my personal life like Claire mentioned that she has anxiety mm-hmm. um luckily she is not posting about it in her Instagram live <laughs> story and like dragging coach Crystal under the bus but like I get it I have anxiety too um and she was talking like and she was really emotional about like having to be at La Quinta still which I can imagine is super anxiety provoking because she's left she has to stay there for a while and she can see all of production still happening around her and her being replaced 
that's gotta be a feeling. Mm-hmm. I, um, like, she chose that, but there's still feelings involved. Yeah. She was talking about how she has, she was having, like, an anxiety attack and just, like, walking around the pool. And Dale coming up to her and just, like, walking around with her and, like, talking to her or whatever. And, like, again, we don't have all the context of this, so I'm not saying that she didn't, you know, communicate that she was feeling unwell and all of this stuff. But she just gets really emotional and she's like, no one's ever, like, stood by me like that. Like, no one's ever done that. And, like, I got really... Yeah like fixated on that last night and I was talking about to you all like yeah it's one thing to have a partner who recognizes you know like that you have an anxiety disorder and like you might need support and help and it's one thing if they choose when they're able to show up for you to not show up for you and that's a huge like you have to your partners are not always going to have time to show up for you when you're mentally ill. And that is okay. And, and that's okay. And that doesn't make them a bad partner. No. And you need other support. Yes. Like you can't yes. rely on one person yes. for, like, all of your shit. Oh. Um, oh. But, like, it was also the kind of thing where it's – you also have – as a person who recognizes that – you know, they're mentally ill, you have to also ask for support when you Mm -hmm. need it. Yeah. And to me, like, this is just my opinion, it doesn't seem like Claire is the type of person who would ask. It seems like the person that would expect and then just, like, ask that her partner recognize when she's behaving weirdly and then have them cater to that. Yeah, yeah. When really what needs to happen, in my opinion, is, like, I, like, with me and Andrew, I'm like, I'm not feeling like myself today. This is what I need. Mm-hmm. And it's either I need you to be around and help me if you can, or I need space. Mm-hmm. And I don't expect him to know what I'm, what I need, what I want, what I expect from him. Because there mm-hmm. is a mutual respect there and there's communication that has to happen. Otherwise, like... It's going to be toxic for both of us. And it's unfortunate because we don't, like I said, don't know all the context of it completely by any means. Maybe she asked for a lot of this. But, like, at least what we're being shown is perpetuating that, like, unhealthy relationship construct, you know, of that I've seen. I mean, it happens on all of the genders. But, like, often there are women who go around expecting their partners to inherently know what they need and when they don't know what they need because they didn't get communicated to them they've somehow shown that they are not a good partner and they might not be but like there is just this toxicness of it's like if they just truly loved me and got me they would get me you know and it's like mm-hmm. <sighs> and like truly like I think it's amazing that Dale was like oh something seems off yes. clear I'm going to walk yes. with her yes. and that's amazing and that like yes. intuition is great but like also Sometimes when I get anxious, I don't want anything to do with anybody. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm behaving weirdly, I don't want to, I don't want you to follow me around everywhere. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. It's like amazing that he was able to do that for her, but it's also going to be a problem if she's the kind of person that has a problem communicating mm-hmm. that she needs help when she needs help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like Claire has like said things in the past too that are just like I want like a man, like I want him to take control. I want him to, like, support me in this way. And she also mentioned in the 
the interview with Chris where she was like dating somebody when her dad died mm-hmm. and they didn't know how to handle her partner didn't know how to handle the situation so they just like sort of texted her and was like maybe let me know what you need and then they left her alone like I wouldn't know what to yeah. do with that either yeah. like every person deals with death differently like that's that's a crazy thing to put on mm-hmm. your partner especially if you don't know each other super mm. well Dale has known this woman for two weeks. It's amazing that he knew that she needed him in that moment. But you can't expect that. No. No, no, no. Like, that's nuts. Mm. Mm. Oh, then anyway, uh, (laughs) Claire's just (laughs) moving on from what was a really intelligent conversation. Fart noise. Uh, (laughs) Um... It was perfect timing, Jenna. I fucking love you. Um, Chris, Chris, the journalist of the century, is just like, so what are your guys' next steps? And Claire is literally bouncing in her seat, and she's like, babies! And Dale is like, he's doing, like, I don't know how to explain it, um, other than the, like, Barack Obama, like, progress hand. Step by step by step, change, change. And he, like, looks at her, and he's just like, oh, shit, what have I done? Um, they're just, like, not on the same page. They're really and not. I, I, I don't expect them to be, because, again, they've only been together for, like, at this point, maybe, like, a month or something. Like, I, we don't know the timeline exactly. Yeah, we know that they were definitely still at La Quinta, and they had not left yet. So, mm-hmm. like... They we have to give them some grace in the sense that they had not really probably had a ton of time to I don't yeah who knows it's like I watched Love Is Blind and like once you get out into the real world things change things change <laughs> and they hadn't I don't think they'd been out into the real they world they hadn't yet, I don't so. think so so yeah um, and then like so after Claire says babies. <laughs> They had, like, totally different answers. And Chris is just, like, literally grilling them. He, like, because Chris fucking hates Claire so much. He hates it's, her so much. It's beautiful. It sucks. Um, uh, He's like, so are we having babies first or are we getting married first? Um, And, like, literally, I was talking to you guys last night and I was like, no one has been this hard on the president of the fucking United States in the past four years. But Chris Harrison's just like, I will eat you. I'm a vulture. <laughs> And, like, um, Harrison, so they, they answer at the exact same time, and she says, whatever, and he says, we're gonna get married first, literally simultaneously, and I was like, oh my god, let these people go on a happy couple, this is mean. <laughs> this is mean behavior, and also, she's manic. Yeah, but they definitely Leave decided to show that. They could have showed a different edit, and they chose to show that, so... Yeah, Claire got fucked. Um, Also, I mean, like, I would say that I feel bad for them, but honestly, that dick's gotta be so good Mm -hmm. that she just doesn't even care. So, like, good luck to them. I I hope there is a crystal pregnancy in their future. I do, too. I need it to happen. I need it to happen, y'all. Oh, wow. Now the actual episode. Holy (laughs) shit. How long have we been recording? Forever. Oh, two and a half years. Great. Okay. Keep going. No, we have to, we have to speed through some of this, but I mean, at the same time, like, oh my God, these notes. I'm at the same time. Okay. Listen, Jenna, you spent four and a half hours on Instagram today. I think you can let me talk. Oh, I can let you talk and I love it. (laughs) I'm just No, no. Okay. So no, we actually can speed through a lot Mm -hmm. of this because again, the dates don't really fucking matter. No, they don't. So 
also Thursday. like people are loving this right now people are like yes turn yes. this up <laughs> we're still in a pandemic actually we returned to like march levels so um we're about to have our our platform back <sighs> oh wait yeah let me pull <laughs> it's gonna sound like i'm peeing i'm not Unlike Jenna, uh, two weeks ago. Oh my god. Yeah, that was hilarious, y'all. I know I joked at the end of that peeing segment that I was going to keep some of the edits in about what we were talking about washing hands. And that was the funny part to me was that I was intending to keep the part in where, like, we joked about me not washing my hands, but I did not intend to keep the entire minute of silence in where I actually went to pee and Danica, like, tapped her fingers on the table and, like, thought about why she's wasting her life talking to me about the bachelor I, uh, no andrew was like surprised that i showed restraint because i talked to myself like a lot and there was like a part of the episode that i feel like i made you cut out because i was like i don't know what i i don't i don't think i like what i said yeah, yeah yeah and then you just totally forgot about the total the whole minute of silence where i was just like i wonder what i'm gonna say next <laughs> so good okay group date <laughs> group date well not group date anymore it's actually no. a group date uh i wish there were um a word for what do you oh what's that funny friends word banana hammer <laughs> wasn't that hilarious when we were kids um, so we have blake riley zach jordan noah peter kenny jay easy and spencer Again, I saw all of these names and I was like, I don't picture a single one of them in my head. Yeah. Um, they go over to the pool um, to put on those little unders that <laughs> I suspect production would think would be embarrassing because they're queer. D- did you get that? Yeah, like, yeah, they were energy like th- like haha. You're wearing like little banana hammocks. That's queer energy. Yeah. Like it felt like 2006 MTV shit. The audacity for them to do that and then to go ahead and as we were watching last night on the men who had especially <laughs> the, the <laughs> on the men who had especially present packages in these banana present packages. packages. Yeah, that's. <laughs> A pee pee. <laughs> um, <laughs> the ones that had the real, real, just like in your face situations happening. Um, they did the classic bachelor blur of with like it's a drunk the Jillian. Yeah, it's like a drunk intern who uses paint and uh, Microsoft Paint, and they just like edge out the bumps on things. And it's the it's it's absolutely psychotic. And I don't know why the show does this. They have money. They're ABC. Like I don't understand. Like when they had PP season, uh pilot paint season, sorry, I'm using Game of Roses lingo right now. <laughs> Love Game of Roses. But um they just like blurred out like Victoria's ass cheek with like a little bit of red blur marker and I'm like what is going on and so the thing is what what I want to make clear in this situation is last night they didn't they didn't fill in like skin space that they thought the men were exposing too much like ass or whatever that's not what they did they blurred out the like curvature shadow. yeah the shadow of the guy's packages to make them more well, flat like a Ken doll like a fucking Ken doll but also it was only some so Only some. Only some. It was it was just like a survey where like if you have a dick over like five inches, flaccid, let us know. And then they were like, we, this is the amount of interns we have to hire 
during these first few dates to like you know use Microsoft Paint on their like Windows ninety five computer that we gave them that they also had to pay for and we're not paying them also. It was crazy shit. I cr- it was crazy not. shit. And the best part is yes. The best part is our resident nude model Kenny proves that he's never taken his shirt off before and his PP was not blurred. <laughs> and again, not to size shame, I just hate this man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 100% we're not size shaming. I could I could give Oh my god, please. I I just I just don't understand how they chose which ones to blur out and which to not because it has to be a size thing yeah. or like or a girth thing? Like, I don't know. I don't know how you make that much. I, I don't know. There's a vast deference here. And I don't get I don't, I don't get what it is. But I do. I did notice that Kenny <laughs> was normal. <laughs> and, like, and for those of you who don't know, Kenny. Thank you, Ali Huska, for this juicy, juicy gossip from, like, Cox and whatever.com, the gayest website I've ever looked at before. Thank you, heavens. Um, he has so many fucking nudes out there. So many. It's called Cocktails and Cock Talk. <laughs> okay, why don't we own this website? I mean, for reals. I mean, we're two, gay, two gays here, and we are just sad that we did not think of it first. But <laughs> apparently, Kenny did a series of like really high fashion well no just high high mood high mood modeling shots where he's completely nude and they're like out there it's where i'm not we're not like sharing photos that are private photos like i'm not chris hemsworth like showing my dick pic accidentally on twitter um or Liam, I can't remember. We don't work for the New Yorker. <laughs> exactly. Um, these are very modelly and like intentional or whatever. Um, and if you want to see them, ask me for the link. Um, I've been trying to get as many people to look at it today without being aggressive about it, and I have failed because I was aggressive to Nisi, and I and my apologies to Nisi. Anyway, um, I also apologize to Nisi because I showed Jenna. <laughs> I created the disease. Uh, I maybe I'm the virus. If anyone, uh, no, and it's so weird too because okay, his tattoos are different. So these are two different photo shoots. It's not just like he. Like, yeah, there are some people who go into entertainment and are like, oh, I just did this at the beginning of my career. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. whatever. Like he's done it twice. Twice, yeah, definitely. And also, according to. My gay group chat, who Allie sent this to. It's actually Allie's fault. Allie, um, you're fired. Mm-hmm. Allie sent this to the group chat, and everyone was like, oh my god, he's a bottom. <laughs> you guys, it's crazy. <laughs> I can't, like, there's a chicken involved. There's an ass-spreading thing that happens. No hole. He's holding... Don't get too excited. There's a big fan. His hair is different. There's one... He's missing that, like, bullet bill tattoo on his chest. He's one where he's holding an iPod with headphones plugged into it. Like, I'm serious. Like, an iPod. iPod. Like, I'm not ca- like, the, the, the plug-in for the earphones is at the top, and that hasn't existed for ten years. <laughs> so wild. It's an iPod. Oh my god, I love it. And also, okay, just, like, last thing about him, and then I never want to talk about him Ever. again. I really hope he gets eliminated soon. 
his landing strip, <laughs> not to shame anybody, but I have talked to several people where I'm just like, I don't know what to do with my pubes. Like, I hope nobody in this world hears this. I don't know what to do with my pubes. <laughs> Jenna is showing me a picture of it. It's crazy. It's like a straight line up. And it's like, it's the exact width of his dick. Yeah. <laughs> just going straight up to like his natural hair. It looks like just like a little rectangle. And I'm like, first of all, you paid somebody to do that because you don't have any like bumps. Mm-hmm. Like what happens when I shave my pubes recklessly (laughs) like when i try to look good and i'm just like actually never mind andrew we can't have sex i've hurt myself (laughs) but like literally i don't know like what landscaping is supposed to happen down there but i feel like that isn't it i feel like that's not what you're supposed to do and actually, I'm going to share a private conversation that Andrew and I had last night Please. because I'm hoping nobody at work ever hears. I hope no one in this world besides you ever hears this. And I'm annoyed that now I know that actually people listen to our podcast yeah. because of the time that I spent online today. But anyway, here's the tea. Andrew and I last night were like, what if we just shaved like fun shapes into each other's pubes just as a joke to like make fun of this guy? And then we were like, oh... Actually, that doesn't sound fun at all. <laughs> Never mind. But it was like it was seriously just like like who's really doing that? I mean, this was probably taken in like two thousand one, so that was a different dark time. Um, but like, did he watch the movie like Road Trip or something <laughs> like American Pie? And then he was like, "Oh, girls do that. That's time. It's it's my time now." Okay. <laughs> Anyway, we've spent two hours talking about pubes. Let's go to this date. <laughs> we have to literally do bullet points. We have to. We have so much to do. No, babe, I'm sorry. No, it's my turn. I love it. Um, basically, Easy really impresses Tasha. Uh-huh. Um, he pulled like Easy. I feel like. I mean, we have problems with him. Uh-huh. We're curious about him. We are. Um, Watching. Yes, we are we're watching. 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 But right now, we're still just reporting what we see. Easy comes in, and he's like, I feel like you walked into the room and you had me completely. I see it. Like, I feel like I just met my wife. First of all, no, you didn't. <laughs> but he's learned some things from Dale and Claire. So go ahead and do that if you want. Yeah, it works. Don't blame him. Um... Tasha says in her ITM that she enjoys his infectious energy, and I'm just like, in a pandemic. <laughs> I think the fuck not. <laughs> um, Zach is no longer wearing the stupid shoes with the suit, but he still has stupid shoe energy to me, and Tasha interprets that as being a man. <laughs> And she's really into him, and that makes me a little upset, because I feel like he's going to be a main player in this competition, and I'm just like, Taysha, look at your cheekbones and look at his nun. It's going to be upsetting if you have children. Uh Uh-huh. No bones. No bones. No bones. No bones. Do you want to talk about um, the fight that happens in, in sports? Wait, did we already talk? No, we haven't yet. I mean, so Riley and Spencer are playing water sports, and uh, and I wish it was the water sports um, of, like, porn 
variety. Um, but instead, it's water sports as in basketball in the water. Um, and they go back and forth, and they, like, yeah, what's his face? Like, gets a sp- split lip. And I was just like... Spencer. Spencer, yeah. I was like, oh my god, this is such a waste of our time. And unfortunately, it is going to make Tasha probably, like, more interested in the dude, which is just like... Ugh. I mean, as a as a host of Midnight Sunburn, don't you think blood is attractive? <laughs> Boom, roasted. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, so, like, Riley and Spencer continue to have this, like, conversation mm-hmm. where they're, like, trying to, like, intimidate one another. Um, neither of them are good at it until they're, like, given the opportunity to talk, like, one-on-one. In their ITMs. And, um, so, like, Riley throws, like, the shadiest line I've ever seen. And I only know this because I grew up as a poor white person. He's like, that man is a fried bologna sandwich with mayonnaise all day. And I was just like, oh, my God, I get that. He costs 60 cents. (laughs) And he's gross. He is. And salty. He's gross and salty. And his shirt looks like he works at Trader Joe's. And... And thin skin, it, it's it's everywhere. Um, <laughs> um, and then when they're when they're talking one on one, Spencer's just like, okay, like whatever. And then he gets really brave in his ITMs. He's just he's just like a typical white man, and he's like, I can tell there's just like a little bit of jealousy because I'm doing really well with Tasha. <laughs> Um, I just have to keep moving all gas, no breaks, and get that group date rose. And I thought that was really hilarious because at that point I was like, wait, his group date or his um first impression rose didn't transfer, did it? You no, know, it didn't. And that was very and interesting. It totally didn't. So he just like won that for no reason. <laughs> and I it makes me really happy. Yeah, now, really now happy. he's a target on him for really kind of no reason. Um, yeah. no safety. Um, and Easy gets the rose, the group date rose. Yeah. Yeah. And just, like, really quickly before we move on, I am, I did think it was important to mention that some of the, like, bigger, like, recap blogs um, are starting. Like, EW and, you know, like, what they do on, like, Bustle, Variety, mm-hmm. etc. Um, are starting to notice and, like, make note of the fact that Easy has allegations against him and are mentioning that within their posts, but it's like us they have no further information and uh-huh. it's literally illegal for journalists to talk about it without saying like the word like allegations uh-huh. so uh-huh. we're like at least like the mainstream has the opportunity to become aware yes um yes but for now he's still in the show the show has still not recognized or addressed any of these claims we haven't heard anything new, oh. to my knowledge, yet. No, we really haven't, and um, the woman hasn't come out, really, so we're just going to keep watching it, like we said earlier. Keep watching it. Oh, goodness gracious. Can I pee? Oh, yeah, totally. I have to pee, too. And neither of us washed our hands this time. <laughs> in case you happened to leave it in there on accident. Okay. This is a, this is a great point mm-hmm. to switch gears, yes. because meanwhile, as this group date is happening... Billy Eichner is still sucking. Um, Still super hung up on Claire for some reason. The man had one date. They screamed at a mountain together. 
he was just like, he basically should have just screamed, I need therapy outside of you. And um, instead, he tells the men, I fell in love with Claire. Uh, Oh my god, no. And I do want to mention this fucking tweet from at Aspen Leaves, L-E-E-V-S, on Twitter. (laughs) Where she says, um, I'm assuming she, I shouldn't. Uh, They say, for some reason, I still have feelings for Claire. Um, um, she was your therapist. It's called transference. Hashtag The Bachelorette. Like, literally. <laughs> you you just, like, opened up for the first time and then just latched onto that person. You are a succubus, sir. It's so wild. That's the thing. This, this is such a toxic concept. Uh, that's all of my massive relationships in my life have all failed because I've been like the therapist for them, you know? And it's because they didn't go to therapy and Mm -hmm. I become somebody that is their therapist. And like, that's such a basic ass, like complex that men have is like they, so many of them, all of them need to go to therapy and, and, because toxic everybody yeah does. because like well yes everyone does and also toxic masculinity has been pushed on them their entire lives and they they would do so great to go to therapy but yeah. you know the ones that sh- haven't will then sometimes be with a woman who they'll provide that for them and then yes they become obsessed with them because they're like wait this feels really good and i just want to scream yes therapy would feel really good like that's yeah. that's the whole point I think that's one of the interesting things about, I don't know, like, sort of, like, growing up for me is, like, I think I sort of experienced the same thing, where it's, like, oh, when I found somebody that would listen to me, like, listen to my thoughts, feelings, like, what I was going through, like, that felt very, very therapeutic for me. Um, That's what I do with the Instagram. (laughs) Yes, and it's toxic. (laughs) I'm telling you. um, Go to therapy. (laughs) Get out of the group therapy. You're using that as a way to get off. <laughs> no, I. but, like, in all seriousness, like, it, it feels really good when you meet somebody that you connect with mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. able to share things that you can't share with other people mm-hmm. or have never shared with other people. I don't blame him for feeling that way with Claire. However, she chose something different. That's okay. Like, and and it's really fine to connect with somebody and, you know, like, have them not be interested in you. I feel that it's weird that he got this, you know, just, like, share. It it didn't feel like he shared a whole lot, and we only saw a little bit, Mm -hmm. I'm sure. But, I mean, like, we had uncomfortable feelings about how he shared what he was sharing anyway in that last episode. And I don't, I don't want to linger too much on that, but it just, like, felt like, oh, like, honey, like, this is new for you, and this isn't going to be a relationship that works no. because of how you're sharing what you're feeling. And so here's the thing. I absolutely love that he sent himself home. Well, for mm-hmm. many reasons. One, he's ugly Billy Eichner. We, nobody needs us. Let's just go. Um, Tasha doesn't need this. But I love that <laughs> at some point, I mean, whether he realizes it or not, he needed to go home because, like, he's not ready for a relationship. He needs mm-hmm. to do work on himself. So, like, good on him for leaving. And this is just, like, a really sweet moment because at one point, you know, he's, he's, he explains to Tasha that he still has feelings and that he just doesn't feel like he can get there in time and that she deserves better, which she does. And... At, point, at one point, Tasha says that this is one of her fears that she had coming into this, of course, which is that some of the men would not be ready and open 
for her because they still had feelings for Tasha. And he looks at her. For Claire. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. For Claire. Ah! <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It's, yeah. And, we've been doing this a while. And then she, and then he, like, looks at her fucking, like, dead in the eyes. Is like, I want you to know that I'm the only one that has this problem. Every other man that's in that room is here for you. And I, like, yeah. got chills. And I was just like, he doesn't know shit. He's dumb. But, like, good for him. That was sweet. That was sweet. It, it was a really sweet moment. I think, like, you and I were both, like, sort of, like, we felt, like, cringy at first about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, Tasha approached it in a way where she was, like, trying to get him to stay. Like, I would hate for you to go and, like, just miss this experience. And then... He, like, stood his ground in a way that I thought was really sweet. He just was like, no, I'm I'm not going to fuck with you. Like, I I think you're great. I'm not ready. Yeah. But, like, everybody else is here for you. And I, I, I don't think this is something you have to worry about. Mm-hmm. And it was so sweet. And I really hope he uses Chris Randon's <laughs> better help. <laughs> discount code. Yes, but don't talk to Chris, though. Cause... Don't talk to Chris. <laughs> oh my god. Just use the code GOOSE for 20% off because I'm sure that's what the fucking code oh is. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Just put in toxic masculinity for 20% off. <laughs> oh, Disgusting. Only off of one visit, though. So, be prepared. Uh, farewell, Billy. Farewell. 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 Um, so then, we get what I thought was a really sweet um, moment. We get a one-on-one with Tiny Head. <laughs> um, that starts it, again. Like all these dates are so funny because we're we're so used to these extravagant things, and this is just like two horses in a hotel, uh, <laughs> traveling the back roads of La Quinta Resort. <laughs> uh, so. Brendan, Tiny Head, and Tasha um, stroll down the many service roads that exist here. Like, I tr- like I truly, it's the weirdest date ever. It's cute, though. It's cute, but, like, we were like, oh, that's the spa that she had her foot touched with, like, fart box. <laughs> like, I could, like, see the spa, you know? And I was like, I'm not supposed to see the spa that she had her foot touched. Not her, sorry, Claire. God, this is, yeah. oh. Anyway. I know, it's hard. Oh. Um, <laughs> but then, like, I, I'm sure, like, where did they put Claire during this process? Did they just, like, banish her to, like, the shack? <laughs> Where they like house gardening supplies I mean, or something? For sure. Because, like, um, I I, so uh, Chris Harrison is also doing the weirdest thing. I put in my notes that I was like, he's showing a real win for mental health by displaying what I look like when I have a manic episode. Because like I truly did not know what he was doing. He was just running around with margaritas, which is absolutely me in a manic episode. And then he was like, oh, I want ice cream now. And then that's also me in a manic episode. And I'm just like, sir, you're working the hardest you've ever worked in your entire life and you are mentally ill. Seek help. Like this is, seek help. Please. Every man in this episode. Oh my but god. But like literally, he is like me when I'm manic. It's just like, I, I, I gotta get a margarita. I have to have ice cream. And I'm like, I'm allergic to both things. So. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am like kind of allergic to tequila. Anyway, I can't. Yes. Do you get like rosy? I can't. Well, I, the next day I wake up feeling like I've, if you've ever gotten off of antidepressants, 
Mm, you can, I haven't, okay. but I, I, I think I can. It, there's like a, feeling. there's like a feeling that almost feels like a vertigo that happens. Um, mm. and, uh, when I do tequila, I feel like that the next day for like the whole day. It's horrible. Anyway, uh, that was too much information. Anyway. <laughs> it was not. I had vertigo for like an entire week when I was dating Mark and I wonder why. Oh my god, I love that last week during the live when you mentioned him, and I was like, don't worry, I blocked him from the account, so he can't see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oops. Oops. If anybody snitch tags him. You're dead. Um, You're dead to us. You get blocked, too. Yeah. <laughs> Nasty yeah. ass. Um, so, Tiny Head and Taisha kiss, eventually. Yeah, and it was, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, the point of Chris running around was, like, every time they were gonna kiss, he just interrupted it, and I was like, first of all, you guys are on horses, you can't kiss. (laughs) Like, shut up, like, you cannot kiss on horses. What is wrong with you? Um, so Chris's job at this point in the season is to actually ruin any relationship that might be forming because the dude's going to lose his fucking job. <laughs> Anybody falls in love at this early on in the process, which makes the rest of this episode so motherfucking funny. So yeah, they kiss. Tasha's like, I'm ready to go home right now with this man. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, Brandon is everything. And then Chris Harrison was found dead at La Quinta Resort. I hate to tell you guys this this late into the podcast. I'm... He was he was murdered but the... by Mike Flies <laughs> for ruining the structure of his show. He didn't cock block Brendan enough. I mean, that's the thing. Oh, oh my so god. So sad. Who knew that Chris could really monetize this show by cock blocking? only he would have done it in Nick Vial's many seasons. (laughs) I'm re-watching that right now with Kat, and it's pretty funny. She's just like, what is actually going on right now? And I'm like, honey, you have to just, you have to just keep going. (laughs) Wait, like, actual question. Has Kat seen... I don't know what Kat's background is. Yeah, she's only no, only what she's seen with us. Like she saw some of Hannah's and she saw um, and most of Pete's with us. Kat's my best friend and my roommate. And um, yeah, but she's so good. She knows she knows reality TV culture. Like she's yeah. she's she's hip with it, so she gets it. And actually, she's fucking smart as hell. She'll be like, she'll turn to us when we're watching, and she'll be like, oh, so and so is gonna do this or whatever, or this is a three part react arc or some shit because she, she's like from theater or whatever so she knows a bunch of smart shit and i'm like oh damn okay <laughs> no i love that because like andrew's kind of the same yeah where like he, he's watched some with me before um and i, I feel like they they, they do, really vibe they do it it's really cute i absolutely love it it's really cute <laughs> Uh, like, I don't, I don't want to, like, distract from the pod too often, but I always feel like, oh, like, Kat yes, and Andrew yes, are, like, vibing. Yes. Also, I'm going to take this opportunity to say fuck you <laughs> to the person that I blocked on Instagram last night. <laughs> because, like, I checked the Instagram again for the first time ever that was that called us out for hanging out during the pandemic. And I'm like, I work from home. I have not left the house in 
literal months. Yeah, it's true. I have one live-in partner and one roommate who also doesn't work, and he just rides his bike for exercise and comes back home. Yep. Jenna and Kat hang out, and they come over once a week, mm-hmm. and that's all. That's it. Fuck you, bitch. How does it feel to lick the boots of Maga Ann and Magasin? <laughs> She's just like, if you're gonna, like, harp on these people's whatever, then you have to hold the same standard to yourself. And I was like, no, I actually really don't, because I'm not a rich person, and, like, they are they have a platform, and they're using it incorrectly. And calculated risks, baby! Do you want to send me a fucking picnic basket? <laughs> I'll invite whoever the fuck. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Shut up, bitch. Trash. Um, okay, where were we? Um, whatever. Okay, let's get to the divorce stuff, because this is great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about this? Yeah, so Tiny Head, um, Brendan, he is worried to talk about his baggage with Tasha. Because he thinks it's baggage, and, um... Yeah, no, this is his share your trauma moment. Oh, yeah, this is... He's, he's like, my trauma is, I Ooh. was married when I was younger. Mm-hmm. To my high school sweetheart, and at some point we, um, fell out of love. Let's see here, I did get married, um, they started their relationship in high school sweethearts, and eventually we really, you know, fell out of love, and then that's when I was like, yeah, like, as somebody who also made a mistake once... I.e. I got married to my high school sweetheart. <laughs> like, I can definitely relate. Um, mostly that the fact that I relate that love is a lie and it always ends. And that um, marriage is a sham. <laughs> Thank you. Um, that's your official speech at my wedding. <laughs> Um, once again, I'm pressuring you. Oh my god, that's so crazy. Uh, no, I mean, the thing is, I, I did. I, get, I got married to my high school sweetheart, and he was toxic and um, whatevers. And we, I went through it, and I'm better off for it. Much like Tiny Head and Tasha both think that they are better off after their experiences. And I'll tell you what, it's true. As a divorcee, um, it's it's just so fucking true. Like, you you... If you can get out of it and you can learn something from it, you, both parties, everyone it can be better people, you know? And I think that, yeah, I, I think it's nice that they bonded over that. I love that. I feel like I'm, I'm, my trauma bonding with this season is like all over the place. Like we got dead parents, we got divorces and I'm like, yes. And I, I. <laughs> I'm never worse. I'm just like, I'm in a happy relationship. I don't know how to connect with anybody anymore. <laughs> that's so true, though. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's the thing is I just really genuinely do relate to a lot of this because of, of my particular traumas. And so mm-hmm. I get it. And they bonded. Tasha says that she feels like they bonded on a different level than she has with, like, other people. And I think that's great. And, like, fucking duh. Because the only other men that we've seen her tr- bond with was Colton who is a virgin, and um, JPJ, who is... Wrote a Thanksgiving album. It's almost time to play that, by the way. Are you excited? Are you excited to play We're All Honey Baked Happy? Because I'm going to kill myself. (laughs) No, I think think it's really... He looked so nervous during that day. Yeah. But it also might have just been really hot there. <laughs> but 
he 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 does the whole I think I find him cute yeah, because yeah. I think he does the same thing that I used to do when I was single where I'm like like I know that I'm like I know I'm smart. I know I'm funny. Like I know I have things to offer, but I'm just like I lean into self-deprecation and she seems like she's really into that yeah. and I think it's cute. Yeah. Yeah. And his little, oh, he was wearing a turtleneck, so I don't know. He has, like, a little, like, um, not the look, not the look, but the energy of, like, a Steve Buscemi vibe a little bit. Yeah, like the, the, a little bit. His, like, affectation and the way he was, like, speaking, kind of, like, tripping over his words and, like, kind of being like, oh, me, oh, I don't know, whatever. Maybe Steve Buscemi is the wrong word, but, like, yeah. The wrong word. The wrong word. <laughs> it's, <laughs> the bird is the word, and it's Steve Buscemi. And am I even saying his name correct? It's Buscemi? No. Buscemi? I th- I th- Lasagna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I thought it was just, like, really cute. Yeah. And they were talking about how being, like, divorced, like, how... I mean, like, I felt the same way during just, like, serious breakups, mm-hmm. where it's just, like... Uh, like, trying to tell my parents, like, oh, we lived together and we broke up, like, especially if you have to ask for help or something like that. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, like, they, you know, I, I've i had, you know, exes that moved out and, like, didn't help pay rent for, like, the next, like, six months of their rent. And I was like, I don't know how to pay for this. And they're just, you know, you can tell the disappointment yeah. when you talk to your parents. And just, like, I feel like having that connection is really important. I also hope that it's not the only connection that they have because everybody's divorced. Yeah. But, yeah. um, yeah, no, that's true. Uh, I just, I guess I at least, I at least respected that it was them that was divorced and not like the usual trauma we get, which is like my parents are divorced, you know? And it's like, yeah. no, let's just have some real trauma for once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went through it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um so they kiss under the fireworks and she gives them the date rose. No, Claire and Dale are still definitely there in a different part of the resort. <laughs> not seen. Uh and Claire is testing Dale by walking around a pool and not communicating her needs. Um I just I mean absolutely because like also she definitely had to see and hear that firework display. Like we all had to hear and see that firework display that was mind you way too close to Tasha and Brendan. I did not like that at all. I was very close. Like, I was talking to you guys last night, and I was like, why does that look like they're at Toontown in Disneyland? Because Disneyland is still closed. <laughs> Can we get an entire season of The Bachelor in a shutdown fucking Disneyland? Please! Uh... If, if we can get, like, one episode from kardashians like a year i feel like they're gonna have to do something Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. kardashians aren't filming anymore so maybe we can get that from chris harrison (laughs) (sighs) and so in the weeks to come uh i i wrote down tasha is painting men with oil hopefully to light them on fire Uh, my favorite example of a toxic couple, Ashley I and Jared appear. Uh, ugly mustache, who I feel like we didn't talk about enough because he's not worth talking about. He's crossed a boundary. Surprise. Um, someone calls Tasha a smoke show and all hell breaks loose in the Ivy League circuit, which is basically just Bennett being like she deserves better. 
And that's what we're going to see next week on The Bachelor. <laughs> Et. <laughs> um, I, I feel like this was such a good energy right now with you and I because, like, this... We actually just recapped a real episode. That was the thing. Like, we just recapped a real episode. And I feel like the last couple weeks have just been just us trying to manage our depression and dread and what was happening with Claire. And it was just, like, too much to fucking, like, process. And I feel like a new woman in a lot of ways because, as you know, like, on Descartes Pod, I've been just doing a lot of political, like, investigation and, like, just, I just too much work, to be honest. I'm... I'm doing too much, and and I just and it's not over. Like we're we are still a quote unquote woke account, but like I do feel like a little bit of like the release that I was looking for, you know. So I can like focus on recapping the fucking show and talking shit about mm-hmm. these guys and not having you know an aneurysm. <laughs> yeah. No, I I really do want to say again, you've been doing a lot of fucking work, like a lot, and I I never want to discount that. Like, I know I roasted you earlier, but I think it's, like, admirable how much time you you put into all of this, and, like, you started the podcast before I even, like, remotely became a part of it and, like, welcomed me in. Mm -hmm. I love it. Oh, my God. It was was perfect, and we make a really good team, and I'm just so excited, and I just, yeah, this is such a good vibe to, like, get into, like, really recapping it, and uh, if you, if you want to see more Danica on the Instagram, just, like, DM us so that she can see it, and (laughs) she's gonna destroy it slowly but surely. (laughs) I'm gonna be like, oh, Instagram is a toxic environment. (laughs) I love it so much. Um, No, like, one thing I've always really enjoyed, like, not to keep this conversation going, but actually I'm selfish and I want to keep talking to you Please. Is like sometimes on the Instagram, people will just say things, and I'm like, oh, I have like 20 minutes of energy today. Yes. And I'll just go on. And they're always like, oh, drunk feminist, you must be a healthy person. And I'm just like, shut up, bitch. No, I'm not. But I'm also smarter than you. And I'm also the co host of this podcast. You know, like. These people, like, do not know at all whomst they are talking to. And I'm just like, that bitch yesterday that deleted her comments was my favorite moment of all time. It's like, I thought that you might have blocked her. And then I was like, Jenna, no, I was having fun. Like, it felt like um, I like I was, like, catching prey or something. Because that girl was stupid. Yeah, that, but that was, like, what spurred us, like, finally, like, making the, the, the password exchange happen. Because I was like, wait a second. Because, yeah, you were, you were commenting back to her. And I was like, Danica needs to do this from an official account ASAP. And um, we learned the lesson the hard way. But, hey, what... You know, uh, no, that bitch fucking... We didn't learn any lesson. No. That, that bitch learned a lesson. Yeah, Goodbye. she did, because she deleted her own comments. <laughs> um, I love it. Uh, yeah, thank everybody so much for, like, just, I don't know, being a part of everything. Um, we sent out the hashtag no more Garrett stickers this week. Danica did get to see that Jenna, myself, really fucked up pretty royally with the sizes of the stickers. Um, I really am just bad at math. I did not, I like I graduated high school, but I was really high through most of it. And <laughs> I, uh, I'm, re- I'm just like horribly bad at numbers. So, um, 
I'm really sorry that they're so small. Like, I mean, they're truly too small. But the point is that we came together as a community and that we raised $300 to donate to the Marsha P. Johnson Institute, which this money will be used directly to help with black trans people who are, like, financially and physically and mentally and emotionally affected by COVID. Um, and I think that's just, like, so important. So even if the sticker is literally the size of, like, Kenny's penis, um, <laughs> we, it's just, it's, it's not, by the way. Um, <laughs> I really hope that. No, it is. <laughs> I really hope that, um, y'all just, it's like. It's a one by three. <laughs> one by three. Um, that you just, like, you display it proudly and that if somebody asks you what it's about, you have plenty to talk about because the Garrett's ain't shit and, and we don't want any more of them. Also, if I might, yes, Jenna, you can uh, cut me out of this if you would like to, or if you don't want to do it, because once again, I did not talk to you about this beforehand. If you have a design related to something we've said, yes. done, yes. whatever on date card prod, and you want to send it to us, we will get a proper sticker size <laughs> made for this next round. Mm-hmm. And I think Jenna and I want to really focus our next donation efforts to um, the uh, races that are going on in Georgia. Yes. Uh, the runoff races that are happening in early 2021. Yeah, I think January 5th or something like that. Yeah. Um, so our donations for that would go towards, um, donating toward the two Senate races because that would flip the Senate. Uh Um, so we could actually get some shit done in this country and we could stop being a a shithole. Yeah. Basically. We're gonna get rid of Mitch McConnell. Like, come on. Like, let's do that. Like, we have to. Oh my God. We absolutely have to. And Danica and I don't live in Georgia, so we can't vote for the opposite of whatever that is um but we're gonna but we're yeah we're just trying to um continue i mean like it it's it always works this way there's a lot more people that show up during like big elections than show up for like down yeah that's so true elections so true. um yeah so we want to donate to as many funds as possible that help get out the word in georgia um so we can flip those two senate seats um, yeah. Can you imagine a life without Mitch McConnell? <sighs> I dream of it so much. About as much as I dream as a life without Chris Harrison. Um, so yeah, send us your ideas if you have um, art that you want to make about some of the bullshit we say that people might bu- might want to buy. Um, let's do this. Um, before we go, again, we want to remind you that we do have... We're just saving time at the end of each episode for any um, BIPOC viewers of the show, any queer viewers of the show, people who are in marginalized communities that want to like speak up and say shit. We're going to add it to the end of the podcast. Um, so we have a, a listener today that sent in something. And then before we officially go, I want to read... Um, a message we got from um, a black viewer and they said that it was okay for me to read it on air because they didn't want to record anything, which is totally fine. Like we're, we are only offering this platform just so people have like a space if they want to talk about it. It's definitely no pressure. Um, we just, you know, we want to have yeah, it there. I also, I also would like to say that like if any point during the week, if you get the mood to do what Jenna and I do, mm-hmm. which is just shit posts. Yes. Let us repost you. Yes. Let us amplify you. Yes. Like yes, yes, yes. If you literally make an Instagram story and you just like are talking shit, like tag us, send it to us. We will repost it. Mm-hmm. It's 
yeah, like, I understand how, like, recording something might seem like a lot of work. Yeah. But... And, and, it, and it's it's not a ton, but I totally understand that it is. <laughs> it is also. Yeah. Right? It totally is for yeah. people. So, like, that's that's very real. Um, so, yeah, basically, I'll, we'll end the episode with that. But, um, yes, I'll just, like, literally end it with that um, message and we'll go to the next thing. But, uh, yeah, anyway, I love you guys so much. Love you. Love you. Okay, um, anonymous message here we got. I'm excited for Tasha as a black viewer. I can tell she will pick a white man. Um, that's all fine and good, but I wonder if producers chose her for that reason. Like, she is a quote-unquote good black. I only think she will pick a white man because of her past relationships, and she seems more excited for the white men on the show. So far, she's only kissed a few of the white men. I know it's only been, like, one episode, but she's kissed already three guys. I also felt weird that they had to show her straightening her hair in one scene. I feel the same way about Matt James. Like, they are picking these quote-unquote good blacks to show that the white option is always the best option. I am all for dating outside of your race, but there are a lot of people who will only date outside of their race, and I think that is problematic. Okay, rant over. Hi guys, it's Shanice. And I just wanted to say, Taisha did a great job. She looked gorgeous. All of her looks were amazing. I don't know why I'm acting surprised. I expected her to do a great job. I'm glad she gave all the guys a chance. I love seeing her connections with Zach and Brendan. Even though I'm spoiled, I won't say much, but I enjoyed her first episode so far i think we have what six more episodes of her so i'm looking forward to those my issue now is with production i think they had such a great love story with clarendale that they could have shown he, he's the first black person to be chosen there's never been a black woman or man to be chosen by any of the leads and Claire chose him, and I just think they could they had an opportunity where they could have turned this love story into something so beautiful. The first black guy got chosen and all that, and they did a terrible job. Hate them for that. Lauren Zima can't stand that bitch. She is so annoying. I do not understand her obsession with Clarendale. She made a whole TikTok mocking Claire for talking about wanting babies. She had an old, an article that she posted last night talking about Dale wanting to be like Ryan Seacrest, which I don't understand what the issue is since her damn boyfriend is a poor man's version of Ryan Seacrest. I just don't get it. What's her obsession? She went on Nick's podcast talking about Dale wanting to be Ryan Seacrest. I don't understand her obsession with those two. It's very unhealthy, and I just think she needs to stop lying on Google about being 33, because she's like 43. Anyways, thank you for always giving us a platform. Team Tasha, team make yourself happy and do what makes you happy. Thank you for listening to Descartes Pod. Make sure you're following us on social media. On Instagram, we are Descartes Pod. On Twitter, we are Descartes Podcast. You can email us at DescartesThePodcast at gmail. And make sure you're following your hosts. Danica is at Drunk Feminist on Instagram. And Jenna is Jenna with a smile. Make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. 
hey, leave us a review. This is the final podcast tonight, when you are ready. What up, So Below listeners? It's your boy Shane Hosey, and I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, The Hosey Hustle. Every other week I sit down with a guest and we talk about product and service submissions from you, the listener. Terrible ideas, like cigarettes for dogs. And we'll sit there and we'll talk about how to make them ready for the big scary economy. Basically, we take bad ideas and we make them worse. So why don't you give us a listen? The Hosey Hustle, part of So Below Media. Now get back to the show you were originally listening to. You probably like it a lot. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is As Above, So Below.